Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan here, great to be with you on this Wednesday Fast food, Mongolian barbecue, outdoor world, stone cold creamery, fast cars, big trucks, fashion, deals of the century, Amazon, video games, Fortnite, Call of Duty. Celebrities, reality TV. So many ways people try to find meaning. Or, as it seems to me, someone who travels the country going to many different cities, walking many different thoroughfares, intrigued on what people put on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, seems to me that we live in a world desperately trying to avoid pain and struggle. Where self-satisfaction and pleasure have almost become their own religion. Yet as I mentioned on a podcast earlier this week, all that does is try to fill a hole that cannot be filled with superficial temporal things that can only be filled with deep and meaningful things. And the more junk or the more things that maybe aren't junk, but they're not the same thing as faith and family and community, the more we try to fill it with those things, the deeper we dig the hole, the further away we get from what matters. And in all this craziness, I had to ask myself a question today. Where do people find God? Where's God going? I mean, so many churches have become like six flags over Jesus, celebrity plaster, pastors, woke culture. Are people just plain not going to church, following any kind of faith, thinking the only place they have to look is within themselves and those things I mentioned earlier. Pondering this thought, doing a little searching, I came across a quote from John Bunyan, the author of Pilgrim's Progress from many, many years ago. Heck, almost 400 years ago. And here's what he said. A great quote. Applicable then, applicable for millennia before then, applicable now. No man without trials and temptations can attain a true understanding of the Holy Scriptures. The more we try to avoid pain, the more we try to avoid suffering, the more we try to make life about us in comfort, the further away we get from God, the harder it is to even understand why we need scripture. We don't want to be sinners. We don't want to be called out as being bad, even though you know you're bad, even though the, you know you don't do good all the time. I think sometimes the need for faith gets explained sort of in the opposite way. And the question isn't, you're bad, you need saved. The question is, why aren't you good? 
Why do you choose to do so many bad things? Why do you choose to be selfish when you're selfish? Why do you choose to be lazy when you're lazy? Why do you choose to spend time doing things that take away from the things that matter? That's really the question. Because it's only when you face that in honesty that you're able to get to the truth, that you're able to get to why you need God. And not only that, you won't be so surprised by it. I always laugh when I see someone sort of give a proof for the lack of existence of God by pointing out something bad. Children getting cancer, family being wiped out in a car crash. But see, to me, those aren't reasons that there's not a God. Those are reasons why we need God. When your kid dies from cancer, when some of your family members die in a car crash, when you are traumatized or raped or abused, where do you go? Where do you go? What do you do? Well, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, give us a good idea of where to go when we have those questions that we just can't seem to find answers to. And we want to do everything we can to turn away from God, even though that's where exactly we need to go to find peace and understanding. What does it say? Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. You know, people say that and I'm like, did you not know that bad things happen? <laughs> did you think people of faith were not aware that bad things happen? Can't you see that all you're doing is projecting on God this idea that God would be some like fairy tale magician and that all this would be created so there could be nothing but happiness and fun and all good and nothing bad happens and God would just be up there and it's like playing a little game and we're like his dolls. Don't you think people have thought of that? Now, if you want to try to understand why we're here, why we were created, what was God thinking? Well, maybe you're going to have to ask God. The reality is we're here. Okay. We can debate whether there's a God or not. We can debate if you created God, which I guess would make you God, what that God would be like. But what you can't debate is we're here. We exist. And to exist, in a sense, means you're going to suffer because you're going to die. So when you do suffer, when people do suffer, when people fall, don't be surprised. It's not a reason for anything. It's an observation of just what happens. And the question becomes, where do you go with that? How do you make sense of that? I've mentioned this before on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, but I think one of the reasons that when I read through Scripture, it rings true to me is in a sense, one of the two penultimate acts in scripture. One, the death of Christ, and two, the resurrection of Christ. And I guess you could add three, the birth of Christ, but <laughs> I'll go with two for right now. The death of Christ, and the resurrection of Christ. Because what happens at the death of Christ? My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Jesus suffers. Jesus undergoes pain. It would be very easy for him in that moment, I guess, to say, well, there can't be a God because I'm suffering, <laughs> which is what people like to do. But in fact, he does suffer. You know why? Because we suffer, because that is life. And really, it's not hard to understand. To live means you have to die. All life, in a sense, came from death. 
And so don't be surprised when you suffer because eventually we're all going to suffer. It's just a matter of when. The question is, what's going to help us overcome death? What's going to give us victory over death? If you believe in what is written in the beginning of Genesis, what's going to allow us to find a life that never stops, never ceases? It's turning to God. So what I would say to you is when you suffer, when you feel pain, when you look into heaven and you ask God, how do I make sense of this? Don't use that pain to go, well, if only God was a little bit nicer and a little bit more fair and I didn't have to suffer and blah, 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 blah. Well, then maybe I would believe. I don't think God cares and it doesn't matter because you're here and you are suffering. And maybe instead of looking there, honestly, in your own selfishness, in your own ego, wanting things to be your way, wanting creation to be your way, why don't you look back to the man that was sent here to say to us, God is here and God has a plan for you and God understands your suffering. And God, so there could be life, allowed death, but God offers a way to overcome the death. And that is the example that his son gave us on the cross where the human part of him was scared, was frightened, was overcome. Before he was there, said, God, could you take this cup away from me? Who, when he was there, said, my God, where are you? You've left me. You didn't answer my prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane the way I wanted, and you didn't answer it now. But that suffering is ultimately what led to life, and I truly believe this. If you let your suffering and you let your pain get you down on your knees... You let it erase your ego. You allow it to force your focus to be on God and searching for God. I have faith. I believe that that is where you will meet the one that gives us life and helps us to understand this. And that when you try to avoid that pain and avoid that suffering, all you're doing is you're prolonging your separation from God. You're prolonging your separation from truth. But when you turn and you face it and you accept it and you get down on your knees, why then, my friend, you know what you're going to find? Ah, you know. You're going to be able to aim high because you got low. You're going to spread your wings because you're not doing it on your own. You're doing it on the one who created us. And you're going to be able to keep your eyes on the things that matter, the things that are there no matter what we go through, no matter what we suffer, our faith, our family, our community. And together, you and me, those like us, with the one who created us, who gave us the example, in our suffering, in our pain, we will find God and we will find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. She's gonna be the